0: Step right up, dear listeners, for another enthralling episode of our podcast. Today, we are embarking on a journey to unveil the remarkable story of the Notre Dame Cathedral, a gem in the heart of Luxembourg City. The one and only Grand Roman Catholic Cathedral that is filled with untold stories waiting to be discovered. This majestic masterpiece started off as a humble Jesuit Church, way back in 1613. Yeah, we're talking about ancient times here. It's like the geriatric of cathedrals, folks. Now don't let it say it fool you. This cathedral has got style. It's a wild mix of late Gothic architecture and Renaissance bling. It's like the architectural equivalent of a teenager trying to find their place in the world. But hey, we're not judging. Here's an interesting fact. In the late 18th century, the church snugged a miraculous image of Maria Consolatrix Afflictorium – Blessed Virgin Mary, that is – the patron saint of the city and the nation. Apparently, having a patron saint is all the rage in the church world. It's like getting your own personal celebrity endorsement. Luxembourgers must have been thrilled. Fast forward to 1870, and guess what? The Pope himself, Pius IX, the head of the Catholic Church at the time, thought this church was so special that he gave it a promotion? Yep, it went from Church of Our Lady to the prestigious total of Cathedral of Notre Dame. Talk about a career leap! I wonder if the other churches read pastors in Luxembourg were jealous. There is one important and symbolic thing not to go unnoticed, and I'll hit pause on my ironic comments. At the Cathedral Cemetery, you'll find the National Monument to the Resistance and to the Deportation. The highlight of this monument is the legendary bronze sculpture by Lucien Vercollier, known as the political prisoner. Amid the turmoil of World War II from 1942 to 1943, Vercollier found himself captive within the grim confines of the Nazi Hinzert concentration camp. There, he bore witness to the horrifying sight of fellow inmates enduring torment. In the shadows of Hinzert, Vercollier's path intertwined with that of Jean de Legault, a multifaceted soul, French resistance fighter, priest, and artist, Dalago's fate led him to the camp, a victim of the infamous Nacht und Nebel directive, also known as the Night and Fog decree, a directive issued by Adolf Hitler on the 7th of December 1941, targeting political activists and resistance helpers in the territories occupied by Nazi Germany. Sharing a fragment of humanity, Vercolier extended his Christmas package's mega contents to Daligou, whose connection to his family had been severed. As an emblem of gratitude, Daligou gifted Vercollier a miniature sculpture hewn from discarded wood pieces. A depiction of two prisoners, their hands tethered and their backs united, spoke volumes without uttering a word. With a secret treasure nested amongst his belongings, Vercolier departed Hinzacht in November 1943, bound for his homeland, Luxembourg. Post war, he undertook the creation of Le Prisonnier Politique, a sculpture that reimagined one of Dalugot's prisoners as its inspiration. Dalugot's original creation remains a halo within the Vercolier family's possession, an intimate link to a time of suffering and resilience an embodiment of history's poignant whispers. Now, the name Notre-Dame does have a certain type of energy, regardless of its exact location, it looks like. Brace yourself for the infamous 1985 Luxembourg Cathedral fire. Yep, folks, fires happen even to the holiest of places. In turns out that restoration works in the tower went a little haywire and caused a chaotic blaze. The tip of the 65-meter tower decided to take a noise dive, much to the surprise of the firefighters and probably the pigeons, too. One brave firefighter, Ernie Kirsch, was there to witness the madness. Thankfully, lady luck was on their side. The fallen debris mostly landed in the foreign ministry court. If it had crashed into the national library, that would have been a catastrophe. Can you imagine all those precious national treasures going up in flames? The historians would have cried harder than a baby watching their favorite toy melt. Now, here's the punchline. The parallel line I drew at the beginning of this part, the fire in Paris 2019, was in the central aisle of Parisian Notre Dame, but in Luxembourg, they like to mix things up. Here, it was the tower that took the spotlight in their version of the fiery spectacle. I guess the wooden-infested infrastructure was no match for the firefighters, but um tss. but hi, the good news is that they were able to reconstruct the tower using some ancient renovation plans from 1937. Those plans were like a phoenix rising from the ashes, surviving the fire in a metal cartridge. And if that's not enough, they've even got digital plans now. Notre Dame has gone high tech. Someone call Elon, we've got a cathedral that needs a cyber upgrade. (laughs) So there you have it folks, a tale of a cathedral with a miraculous image, a political prisoner, and a fire that tried to outdo its Parisian cousin. The show must go on and the Notre Dame Cathedral in Luxembourg is ready to bring the holiness and the restoration. Stay tuned for more architectural adventures.